Building Arizona, a podcast about the people that build this great state of ours. From general contractors, subcontractors, suppliers, and anyone we run into that has something to do with the process of building. Now, here's your host, Mike Colberly. All right, all right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, just kidding. Uh, seriously, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope you enjoy the show. It was a good one. Uh, longest one we've done yet. Maybe a lot of rambling. Who knows? It's still a lot of fun. Jim's a great guy. Uh, super stoked to have him on the show. I hope everybody enjoys this. Uh, once again, thanks. And uh, have a great day, everyone. Dude, I just started it. <laughs> okay, Jim, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining me. Of course. Glad you glad you finally got a uh, chance to get this done. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what's up? What are you I'd doing? I'd like to say it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you will when it's over. Oh, yeah. When I'm driving Cheers. down the road, I'm going to be like, hell, that was awesome. Let me get the hell out of here. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be lovely. They're usually only about six hours long. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, go ahead and eat without me. <laughs> yeah. uh, have her call in. I mean, she can call in the show. No, she can't. I'm joking. Oh, I haven't would, got that yet. I'm glad for that, actually. Yeah, that no would kidding. be bad news. No. So what's up? What have you been up to? Um, trimming out houses and hanging cabinets. Let's talk about how it all started. Oh. How about that? Where are you from? What's up? How do people know you? For, for anybody who doesn't know this guy, he's probably one of my favorite Instagrammers on Instagram. Oh, thank you. And that's you. the truth. Thank you. And at Swede Construction. Yeah. At, that's at Swede Construction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for that. No, uh, seriously, you have the best stories. Your stuff is great. Thanks. You do some, you're very talented. I love watching you. It's great, good stuff. Thanks. We're, we're all out there trying to get a little piece of you <laughs> when we're building these houses. Uh, well, right now with the COVID, I, I got lots of pieces I can give away. Oh, I know. So how? So tell me how it all started, seriously. Okay, like, so how far do you want to go back? back? Back As far as you want. Okay. Where'd you grow up? Okay, so I grew up in Seattle. I grew up uh, across the sound in West Seattle, it's called. So if anybody knows Seattle. What's the vibe there? If you say you're from West Seattle. You're cool. It, you're pretty fucking cool what right happened? there. What yeah. happened? Sorry, baby. Sure. I already swore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's a, it was a great place to grow up. Uh, my dad uh, worked at Boeing. West Seattle was a real blue-collar working man's uh, little town, little kind of peninsula, if you will. Um, their shipyards, Lockheed Shipyard is down there. There's a, you know, so it's uh, pretty rough. I mean, um N not rough like hey I'm come from Chicago rough but yeah. it was it was pretty it was pretty blue collar but I uh, grew up there siblings um, big I I'm the young I'm the youngest of five I've got uh, three older brothers and an older sister wow um, that's really how I, I started in the trades was my uh, next oldest sibling who's my brother um, was doing construction he had already graduated high school and I was pretty bored in high school I pretty much I was bored. Bored in the house, in the yeah. house bored. Yeah, so I I dropped out of high school. I watched TikTok. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I dropped out of high school in 10th grade. I went to one semester of the 10th grade. and uh, It's not your thing? Uh, well, you know, looking back, I wish I'd stay in school, kids. I wish yeah. I would have stayed in school, and I wish I would have gone to college. I wish I would have done a, a lot of things now that I'm this, at this age. Yeah, but I think we all get to that point. Yeah, you look back, and you have everybody has regrets. I don't Anybody that gets the no regrets tattoo on their body is uh, no fooling, fooling themselves. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, uh, so I got into construction that way. Um, yeah, I dropped out of high school. I think I was 16, just turning 17, and my parents were like, "Yeah, see ya, you're out of here." Wow. Um, so I went into construction with my brother. I rented a garage for your shop for my home. Oh wow. Yep. Uh, I think I paid like 200 bucks a month for this garage. What? And uh, I thought it, I was. Uh, I thought I was on top of the world, man. I drive my car into my house. Like, who drives their car <laughs> into their house? That <laughs> right. is pretty cool. Um, so I started doing construction with my brother, and um, what kind did what did you do? Residential, okay. re- residential um, remodels. No new. I didn't do any. I never have done like a new, you know, from the dirt mm-hmm. home yeah. ever. And I've actually never worked for a company that does from the dirt up. Mm-hmm. You know, as a as an employee. Yeah. Um, these were remodels and. Um, it, it really surprising that this contractor let a bunch of teenage boys, you know, have at it. Gave us keys to a f- like an eighteen foot flatbed truck and said, "Tear this house all the way down to the foundation." <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, go, where's the closest store for beer? Let's get this done," you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did that for a while, and in Seattle, if anybody knows Seattle, it rains, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, people. But you got to work when you can. You you do <coughs> you work in the rain? I mean, you know. Awesome framers, great example. I mean, these, those guys are really kind of the kings of Instagram. You know, they get their their rain gear on you, and yeah. you go to work. And and um, so I did that for a little while, and then a buddy of mine said, "Hey, what do you think about uh, getting out of the rain and doing commercial work?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do that." So I got hired on. Long short of the long, got hired on to a tenant improvement company that worked in downtown Seattle. Yeah, and uh, started doing TIs and loved it. Learned how to do drywall. Learned how to do drywall, learned how to do acoustical ceilings and yeah. framing and demo and um, metal studs, me- I'm sure. Metal studs. Yeah. And then in, I worked for a couple, I only worked for a couple, I'm pretty loyal, dude. I, I only worked for two contractors for quite a long time. Big spam. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess seven years is a big span. I don't yeah, know. when you're that when, young. Yeah, when you're 20. Oh, that's a lifetime. When you're early 20. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, Jesus. <coughs> so, uh, this company I was working for started to get slow. And so I would pick up, like anybody that hustled, like, I don't know if anybody hustles anymore. Like, we yeah, used to not hustle. Not like but us, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we walked to school uphill both ways, all yeah, that, all that BS in the, in, in the snow, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, obviously, we didn't have it that bad. But, you know, we did, it felt like there was this sense of, um, you know, work. Like, you, you would work. Like, you got to pay your bills, you go to work, right? So and if you want things, you got to work. That's right. Yeah. And we wanted things. That's right. Not big things, just things. I didn't need to be Bill Gates. I yeah. mean, I just wanted to have a nice car, place yeah. to live, some yep. decent clothes, food, a new new set of drums because I was a drummer. What? Yeah. And we'll get to that. Yeah, drummer rock band. Um, <laughs> you ever hear of a band called Nirvana? Yes. No, never heard of them. I wasn't in that band. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, they got slow, and so I went and got my contractor's license. This was nineteen ninety. 91 and um my my wife at the time uh got pregnant and uh or or i got her pregnant i guess (laughs) i I guess i don't know if they can get pregnant on their own i don't think so anyways i got her pregnant she needed somebody yeah maybe it wasn't yours uh well (laughs) if you see my son it's hard to deny but okay good but uh she got pregnant (coughs) work was slow and um I went and got my contractor's license, but was still happy to work for the company. Well, they found out I got my contractor's license, and they fired me. Mm-hmm. Of course. It was like a week before Thanksgiving. Uh, a baby was due the coming May. 
Um, I had like about 200 bucks. This is a soft story. I had 200 no, bucks. No, I like them. 200 bucks in my savings account, my checking account. I, yeah. didn't, I don't even think I have a savings yeah, account. Nobody then. has a savings account back then. No. And I had 200 bucks and I was like, all right, this kind of sucks. So I hustled up and I got two drywall jobs. And, from and from doing got, TI stuff? No, this was residential, which oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of TI is easy. There's no lids. Yeah, it's that's just, true. It's just walls. Yeah. So I did these two jobs, um, started my company that at the time it was called JBL construction. My, my, uh, initials. Yeah. And, uh, I was going to steal the JBL logo. <laughs> JBL speaker <laughs> yeah. logo. I had it all set up. I was just going to flip the triangle upside down so I wouldn't, you know, copy infringements. That's but, nice. But, uh, anyways, so got to work and and I think I made $6,000 that first month I worked for myself. Nice. And I just had this epiphany of like you're an idiot. Why didn't you do this so many years ago? And um so I've been working for myself since 92. Nice. That's a long time. Uh it's almost 30 years. Yeah. Not to age us, but <coughs> yeah, well, yeah. I have a 29-year-old son. So. That's a that's pretty impressive um to be in it that long on your own. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely have. My dad taught me a really, taught me, uh, instilled in me a really, really big work ethic. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, put your head down and let all the other stuff come when it comes. Don't, yeah. don't worry about, don't worry about the small things. Just get out there and work. Yeah. You know, and you know, to any millennials out there, if you just go out and get a job and work, it's surprising how easy life is after yeah, that. I say this all the time on this podcast that yeah. not everybody needs to go to college. No. I mean, we still need people in the trades. Yeah, I just did a story and kind of caught a lot of flack on my Instagram about um, people that run around with stickers. I saw that. Stickers and, and license plate rings of the, the um, colleges they yeah. went to. And my my thought there, it, it, it got, I feel like, I feel like like a newscaster because what I said got so twisted around, you know. And But what I meant by that was is like, should us in the trades have stickers of all the companies we worked for? Because yeah. that really is my college, right? Yeah. You know, but I don't. I don't think you do. It's like, hey, that was a good time with you, community construction yeah. out of yeah. West Seattle. Like, I learned a lot from you. Thank yeah. you. You know, but do I rock the banner? And uh, no, you don't. But yeah, I think that kids. I have a millennial myself. Um, I think that if they would get out and they would just put their head down and hustle. Um, and I don't know what happened. Why there's no hustle anymore? I mean, you rarely see it in young people. You, you don't. I like, mean, you, it is rare. I I don't know, man. I think uh, not to not to go away from like the building era. No, no, no. That's deal. what they, we can do. Whatever we want. I really think it's the advent of the internet. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Maybe not the advent of the internet as much as the advent of social media, um, because like I can remember in. I have an 11 year old daughter too. And, and I remember telling her like, I didn't have a cell phone. So and we didn't have these like, distractions. What? You didn't have a cell phone? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, kids. Like I, I guess, didn't have a cell phone. Yeah. I guess that is, uh, not talked about a lot, but it's yeah. a reality. I mean, life is different now. Everybody's doing YouTube and making okay. money and that's, so that's my point is these people, you know, these influencers, if you will, that are making money at it. Um, there's what there's website that you just go on. And you're like, how much is this guy making on YouTube? Streamers. And then they're like, oh my god, he's making a million dollars. Like gamers, streamers, yeah. these guys that are making this unbelievable amounts of money. Well, my son got into that for a while. He's, so did he, mine, yeah. he was really good at I don't know what's some game where you yeah. shoot people. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
so I think that with the with social media and with uh, well and just the internet being able to say well you know um, Jojo Sohala I think is her name I don't even know if that's her name but the chick that wears the bows on my my kid was so, my little my girl was so into her for so long yeah, like, I don't know she was making like millions of dollars yeah. you know and she and I think that people probably think hey man I'm pretty I'm as cool as that person you know I think I can get on the internet and make my own money um, um, but I think that's part of it I saw an article uh, something about Pink, you know, Pink, the mm-hmm. artist. She yeah. had, she had mentioned something about a fourteen year old girl. Um, I guess she's a YouTube star. I forget her name, but she's on YouTube. And I googled this girl's name. She said something about her parents, you know, expo- like taking advantage of her. They youth run it. And, yeah, they run her stuff. Yeah, and they posted these pics or this video on her in a bikini, like not like her and her friend, mod- and they're like fourteen years old. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Mm-hmm. That's freaking pretty disturbing, man. Well, unfortunately, sex sells, and if it if it bleeds, it at leads, that age, right? yeah, you know? I mean, at it's that like, age, that's like every, yeah, and her parents are right there doing it. It is crazy. That's crazy fucking stuff. scary. Anyways, okay, yeah. So back to the back to the drama. Yeah, well, it's not drama, but uh, so I had my kid. Life. Life. Yeah, I had my son. Um, started. I started in commercial when I started my company. I was I was basically doing tenant improvements because I knew it. I knew was it, it. What was it called? JBL construction. So still JBL. Yep, JBL construction. Um, and I did ten improvements. I did a lot of stuff downtown. Were Norton. you like a one man band? Um, no. So, <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't. I had um, a, I had some pretty decent crews at times. And nice. I'm going to tell you. I mean, we could talk about it later about having a crew or not having a crew, scaling yeah. and not scaling. Yeah. How like I see some local contractors like you know hiring a bunch of people, buying vans, and like throwing a bunch of kids in vans and yeah. all that sort yeah, of stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> and listen, I'm not knocking on that, but my experience. It's a fine line. Oh my god! You it, know, I make better money. Just you and James. Just me and my sidekick James. Yeah. Than I ever did with a six-man crew. I love you too. Ever. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny hey, seeing J- you guys. Hey James, we should brought James on. I know. I'll have him on just by himself. Oh, it's God. funny. It'll be Jim Bash time, but probably rightly so. But no, no. So I had a crew. I had a pretty decent crew. Um, but um, I quickly got out of having a crew with the phone calls of like, hey, man, the, uh, my old lady's got this going on. I can't make it in or uh, my car's not running or, hey, can I get a draw? Or mm-hmm. the best is is, is the collect call. That you from, get from jail. <laughs> can, you, can you bail me out? You yeah. Know? The, I mean, granted, these are the guys I'm hiring, so yeah. it's partly my fault. But well, I mean, that's probably all that's out there that was. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle, you know, Seattle's um, at that time had, you know, it, there was a lot of guys in the trades, you know. I mean, oh, we yeah. were, we, it was kind of the first boom when we were having like a lot of Californians moving up there. And, you know, now it's, now it's ridiculous up there. But, uh, um, so yeah, I got I got rid of my crew. I I pared it down to like my brother, my next oldest brother, kind of came on and off with me working. You he's told a, me some he, stories about your brother. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh my god. Yeah, he's. I mean, the the my brother's story is is he's an amazing carpenter, mm-hmm. incredible carpenter. Taught me a ton, and mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it's something that I miss in Arizona compared to Seattle. And and I'm no period craftsmen these guys that are are rolling out in you know the other side of the mississippi where these guys are doing stuff but you could 
But, if you had to, you uh, but could. But you hone your skills sure. on a lot of craftsmen and, and Victorians and stuff. And my brother was like, taught me so much stuff. Like nowadays, I don't even do, I don't even need to use that facet, and and I don't even know if I still have that facet. Yeah, you know, you do. But he is homeless uh, in Seattle now. He lives in a he lives in a uh, 1999. Or something like that Malibu you still talk to him yeah we text once in a while? when he has a phone <laughs> I mean it's it's gotten to the point where um, I don't load his phone into my I don't save his contact in my phone because he's always got like so many different burner yeah. phones running yeah. around so uh, I how just, old is he uh, he's a year a day and a month older than I am Jeez. yeah which is we're Irish twins basically so my mom's Irish my dad's Swedish um, but yeah, so he's up there. Um, but anyways, he worked for me and helped me and, and, um, I moved to Arizona here in 2003 and before I moved, I finished a second story edition and, um, he helped me on it, but there was, there was, <laughs> there was some craziness there yeah. and, you know, that was kind of the last time he ever worked for That's me. That's the so. story you told me you were standing in like a... Some like a dormer s- window or no, like so a bathroom <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's pretty no. funny. So we're working on this like 19... 1915 or something craftsman beautiful home but the a lot of those craftsmen there the p- the pitch of the roof comes right down almost squarely on the top of the first floor oh yeah ceiling height and so additions basically there typically you just roll up any wall five feet and then you get more height so we we tore off the roof and all that was left is this like enclosure of where the toilet was upstairs <laughs> And a little, a little ceiling, a <coughs> little, yeah. little crappy two by four ceiling. I mean, back then, West Seattle was like a place you'd go in the summer if you lived in Seattle. Like there was a Ferris wheel down on the beach. It's the only sand beach, real, real sand beach in Seattle. Um, and so a lot of the construction there was, was really fly by night, you know, contract or uh, homeowner work. Yeah. So it was pretty sketchy to have him up there and cutting a couple of ceiling joists off. Yeah. But he's up there and he's cutting the ceiling joists and it, he, he does a, he's done a lot of drugs okay <laughs> and I, I I'm pretty sure he was pretty high there. <laughs> and he looks at me and he's like I'm not gonna cut this and I'm like you're gonna effing cut it it you're not gonna die yeah, like, uh, and he's like oh he's worried oh he, he thought if he cut it I think because he was high he was gonna fall off the uh-huh. house but yeah. we're in the middle of the house yeah. basically I mean it went to the outside of the house but he's in the middle of the house. so he jumped so I see him I, I see this the switch flick and I'm like, all right, I start taking my bags <laughs> off. I start slowly lowering my bags and put them on the, on the deck. And I start going down the stairwell. Start, and he's up there screaming, just, you mother effer. You're trying to kill me and blah, blah, blah. And he's waking up. I'm out. trying to, yeah, I'm trying to, like, dude, like, I don't need this on my insurance. I'm not yeah. trying to kill you. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he, anyways, he comes down. and Your I get, own brother. My own brother. Um, and this isn't the first time, you know. There's a couple other times, you know, fights and stuff like that. And, uh. So I'm at my van and he's like, you're going to effing pay me. And I'm like, fine, dude, I will pay you. And he punches my van (laughs) right behind the driver's window. Like I'm sitting in the driver's seat and he punches the, I had the door shut. Like I was scared. He's a mean mother effer. And, uh, he punches the van and all there are are like four knuckle holes (laughs) in my van. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so that was the last time he worked for me. And it was the last job I did. Finished my house up. I sold my house. Um, there made killer, killer money. Why Arizona? Well, so, uh, my wife, uh, at the time was a, uh, Alaska airlines flight attendant. And, um, as a kid, I've, I've always tried to get out of Seattle. I hate the weather. I love the sun. I mean, even though it's terrible for a Swedish complexion and Irish Swedish complexion, I just love the sun and the heat. And so we traveled 
I mean, we started to be able to do vacations very easily. So we, you know, we went to San Diego, you know, we went to Hawaii, went to LA, went to uh, Vegas, and, and a buddy of mine moved to Phoenix, and he's like, have you ever thought about Phoenix? And I'm like, no. Isn't yeah. it really hot there? Freaking and he's like, desert. yeah, it's not bad, but he goes, what you, so, what you can sell your house for, you could probably buy three houses here. Mm-hmm. So we started looking. I mean, it was a five-year process before we moved, because I still had to finish my Craftsman and remodel it and get that all done. So... Um, basically came here quite a few times and just to check it out. Yeah, I got a realtor and had a, her, he had a buddy who's a realtor and we went into a bunch of homes and looked around and I was like, yeah, I could probably do this. And, mm-hmm. and my wife was still flying and there's no, there's no hub here for her. So mm-hmm. she'd have to, she'd have to commute yeah. back to Seattle and fly out. But so I basically asked her, Hey, are you down for that? And she said, yeah. And so we're like, all right, we're out. And so came down here and bought three houses and, uh, you know, incorporated my business here. Um, and, uh, did you change the name to Swede construction? I, I did not at first. It's still JBL. It's still JBL just simply because of the ease of being able to incorporate the, yeah. the, the business here and, uh, um, started working. Um, and, uh, you doing know, like, so at first I kind of, I kind of, effed off for a long time mm-hmm. almost about a year because yeah. the money was so good yeah. in the house in seattle so i was kind of like i actually went to work for a company called joe cocky construction mm-hmm. i don't know if yeah. you've heard of them yeah. they're commercial oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and i thought i wanted to get into commercial here and do commercial work here and then i was like you know i worked for them and for like a few months like six months or something and i was like no nah, it's kind of a weird it's not it's not like i'm used to and so I started, uh, I got my company going and I, um, through, through that realtor, I got a couple of jobs through the realtor and then I happened to be in a Home Depot and this kid walks up to me and he's like, he's not a kid. I mean, everybody's a kid to me because sure. we're older, yeah, but I know. he's probably 20, he's probably 23 or whatever. And he's like, Hey man, do you do tile? And I'm like, well, I've watched a few videos <laughs> and he's like, no, really do you? And I'm like, yeah. And, he, and so he drove me over to his house and he's like hey this is my house my, my house I'm building for myself would you help me do this and so I helped him do it at Home Depot I met him at Home Depot and he I helped him do his, his uh, snow shower uh-huh. and I'm like at the time I didn't realize that I should have told him dude you're going to be so cold because those snow showers yeah. are not warm yeah. and uh, we um, we became fast friends and um, it turned out he had a property development company with a guy named Justin Riggs who is now the owner of Solid Cabinetry. Oh, your buddies. Yeah. That's a long, dude. We don't have enough time for that. Yeah, we do. So, Because um, <laughs> you told me some of the story about that. Oh, uh, okay. Just brief, when we first met. Yeah. So, anyways, they were doing little spec homes, little 1,400-foot squ- uh, square foot spec homes, you know, eight at a time. And and I said, he said, hey, you interested in taking any of this stuff on? And I said, yeah, I'll do, I'll do your tile, I'll do your trim package, and I'll do your cabinets. And he's like, cool. Oh, you gonna sneeze? Yeah, oh, I almost had it. So, that's how I started. That's how I built my company okay. here. Is I just did specs. No, and you I, started I, doing a snail sh- uh, shower. Well, I did. <laughs> this is true. Well, that and drinking a lot of beer by the pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I did. Uh, God, I can't. To, couldn't tell you how many houses I did for him. And um, and then the owner, you know, the, his partner Justin. Um, came to the job site and I did a I did a remodel for him. I did some cabinet installs too. So I basically was kind of GC in. I don't even know if I'd call that GC in. I mean, yeah. a remodel GC, yeah. if you will. I was doing that for quite a while, and then um, 2008 hit. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah. We all have great stories around this time. Oh my God! It was the it 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 came so fast here. I mean, it was literally a guy I was doing a good buddy of mine. 
I was doing, you know, hundred plus thousand dollar kitchen packages in Fire Rock Country Club up there in Fountain Hills. And it was just, I was like, what do you got coming up next? Nothing. Nothing. I'm like, oh shit. So the other owner of this development, they were still doing some developments, you know, they were tough to do because there's a lot of guys stealing copper and there's a lot of guys ripping the houses clean. And so it was kind of a nightmare. I mean, they were getting kind of tired of it. It's like, hey, we can't, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're spending more. This. Yeah, we're spending more money like replacing AC units and and copper and wire than it than it's worth. So, the other partner, I met him and he said, hey, I want to do a bunch of trim at my house. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So I went and did a bunch of trim at his house. Well, it tur- kind of turned into like the the on call in house contractor. You know, I did. I I mean, I when this thing led to another. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. They they ended up buying a they ended up buying a really nice big house in the Morrison Ranch area down there. Gilbert and um, I literally camped out in that house for three months doing trim I mean paneling like uh, just you name it we did it a five piece door trim I mean it felt kind of good to get back to the yeah. the plinth block and the yeah. leg and the brake bead and the, and the you know the you know all that stuff was great to do again you know but um, anyway so I did some work for him and, it, and well, it's fun I mean yeah. there's parts and pieces cool to put together yeah well, <coughs> a little it's overdone a little, again, but well, it's a little more challenging than the stuff I do now. Yeah. Is pretty basic. Yeah. I mean, not to um, <clears throat> not to say none. Of, you know, any of it is um, terrible, terrible, or not worthy to do a good job on. Yeah. It's all. It, it, I mean, I if it's a five hundred dollar cabinet install or a five thousand dollar cabinet install or above, I still install it the same way. Yep. I don't install yep. it any different. Exactly. Like you, you, when you come to my company and you want me to do your stuff, I don't treat your job. Trust me, we all know this. Less, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, then the economy took a crap here. Yeah. And he uh he came up to me and said, uh he like called me and said, Hey man, I'm thinking about starting a cabinet company. And first mm-hmm. thing in my brain is like, are you insane? At this time? Yeah. And he's like, hey, I need you to meet me down here at my shop and, and look at this cabinet. I'm like, okay. So um, this guy pulls up in a Ford F-150 with canopy on it. I vividly remember it. He pulls a box out of the back of the truck, lays it onto a trailer, pulls a flat, flat straight slot screwdriver out of his pocket, and assembles this cabinet b12 cabinet you know base 12 cabinet i mean it's the ugliest one of the ugliest cabinets i've ever seen in my life i mean the 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 front of it was rustic color and the so was the cabinet carcass was rusty color and it had all these plastic cam locks everywhere loading it together and um you know he asked me he goes what do you think and i'm like wait in my brain i'm like thinking yeah you know those little spec houses you're doing this would be great you know and I said, yeah, you could probably make a go of this. And, and uh, how much are you paying for this? And he told me what he was paying for it. I, I mean, it was less than 20 bucks, I think, or something. Really? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then I went home. You know, I, went, I was still working. I just yeah. wasn't working quite as much. They just need, like, for you to look he at it. Look at yeah. Kind of just give me his, you know, his opinion. I mean, I, I, I suppose he trusted my opinion. Sure. On it. I mean, and, and if you look at solid cabinetry today, that was a, that was a pretty good opinion. And, uh, I mean, you know, these guys are <laughs> yeah. multi-million dollar company now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then, yeah, then I, I went off and a couple of weeks later he called me and, um, I think the conversation went something like, Hey, how's it, how much money is it going to take to get you to come work for me and start this cabinet company? And, uh, and, um, anything I sh- at that time it was bad. And yeah, so sure. I told him what I needed. It was good money. It would pay my bills and, and, um, you know, keep a roof over, 
uh, my family at the time's head, and so I said, yeah, I'll take it. And um, so that was my start at working at Solid Cabinetry. And even at the time, it wasn't even called Solid, called solid Cabinetry. It was called Riggs Wholesalers or oh, something like that. I yeah, didn't I know can't that. remember. Yeah. Interesting. So I did, I did everything. Yeah. I, I did everything for that company. Like, I was the warehouse guy. I, was, I helped assemble the cabinets. I helped deliver the cabinets. I helped try and find dealers. And, you know, you're going, this is all a product from China. And was so, this, where were they located at at that time? Uh, Broadway and Country Club. They so were in a warehouse area in the back. They weren't okay. like a storefront. Okay. Not where they're at now. No. I yeah. think I, I think in that company I was in one, two, three different warehouses mm-hmm. over the span of off and on working for them for about 10 years off and on. I think cabinet companies, that's a tough business, you know, especially a, like that. It's a tough business because what I what I feel in the trades are um, it doesn't matter how crappy the wall is framed. You're not going to go to the framer and bitch at the framer. Yeah. How It doesn't matter how crappy the drywall is. Um, you're not going to go to the drywall and really complain. But when you're installing the cabinets, yeah. if it's even slightly crappy, yeah. they're up in your grill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So not... So beyond the like owning a cabinet company side at being a cabinet installer, it's funny how the buck stops at a cabinet guy. Well, I feel so I run houses, I run jobs. I know what it takes to get a house ready for an installer, you know, with having outlets, double checking outlets in the right way uh, or make sure they're in the right spot. So you're not moving outlets, cutting holes. Um, It's very important to have those layouts at, at an early stage. So yeah. you can prepare for when you show up. Yeah. Um, because it's not easy to, I mean, I see your stories all the time. Even if somebody thinks they're uber prepared, you're still missing yeah. parts and pieces and this has got to be moved. And, you know, how many times have you moved an outlet? Oh, I'm a, I'm a, a million. I'm a good electrician. Yeah, right. I mean, I really should just go work for that guy C&R you had on here. Hey, you guys hiring? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah uh, I've moved matter of fact, just so you know, they are. <laughs> crazy yeah i uh, i've moved a lot of outlets i've um made I've done, things I, work i've done a lot of things that i probably i'm not licensed to do like i've, ex- I've extended p- we can't you can't say that i've extended <laughs> gas lines i mean i've done all <laughs> sorts of things to to get the job done but you know i probably wouldn't move an outlet and i probably would not move a gas line or a water line or anything like that um if i was not a piece worker if, yeah. I, if I was working hourly for somebody, I would probably just throw my hands up and go somewhere else and yeah. work somewhere else. But um, I haven't worked hourly for anybody. Because you just want to get it done so you can get paid. Yeah. If I, so I try to explain that to a lot of contractors here. And, and, and I got a real great um, <clears throat> little niche of contractors I work for and cabinet guys and dealers and, yeah. and, and people like that and designers. Um, but I try and explain that to a lot of folks that um, I don't work for a lot. I try and tell them, like... I don't know if you understand, but if I don't put a box on the wall in the next 15 minutes, I'm not making any money. Yeah. You know, I'm not making any money at all. That's why Zero it, money. That's why it's always nervous. It makes me nervous when we supply cabinets. And if we have you come do them or anybody, I don't want it to fail. Like, I want everything to be there. And, yeah. you know, things well, you're happen. A, you're, you're a very rare bird it's because just, a lot of people just throw spaghetti on the wall and they oh hope it sticks. God, and no, if it I, doesn't stick, they don't care. No, because I don't want my name behind that job. Yeah, good going, for you. No, it's good it for you, though. Nuts. I, I take it too personal, really. Yeah. I've been 
yeah. told that quite a bit. Well, I, I do too. I take I take it so personally that you know my business is just me and, and another guy and James I, James <laughs> at Larson at Larson Contracting. Yeah, um, that's pretty funny. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's like a kid. He's like my kid. Yeah, he's uh you know I love him to death, but uh, I also am very annoyed at him at times. But yeah. that's you know that's part of the deal. But yeah, I mean I think if. Uh, if I could be that guy that really kind of didn't take it so personally, I'd probably be a lot bigger company. Would um, you Would you ever change things around and, and be like a superintendent ever, or is that would that just be something that would drive you nuts? Because so I love it. I mean, well, I, so this the um, there's been there was a moment in time here where I. I don't, you know, I hate titles. Like that's why the title on my business card is doer. Yeah. It, all I do is do, right? Well, no. It, I, but so super, like superintendent. Like yeah. some people think being called a superintendent's like not as good as being called a PM or no, being a construction I manager. I mean, that's I, just the name I hear. So that's why yeah. I brought up superintendent. So I did work for a local company with that, oh, yeah. I, that I won't name. Yeah. Um, I did work for a local company as their PM slash super slash whatever. Um, and, uh, I mean, all I can say is I'm the worst employee. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because I've been working too long for myself. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say that I've gotten better. I can see that. Like like mentally, I mean, that was a few years ago. That's quite a few years ago. Like I I think that mentally my brain is kind of getting there because my body's starting to shut down. Um, you know, I've got a lot of aches and pains and I'm getting cortisone shots now and, you know, I'm 56 years old. You still get it on and it takes a toll. It, it does. And I, and my brain thinks I'm still 30 or mm-hmm. something. And so like I look at a cabinet and I do this dumb, crazy big lift and I video it and, yeah. and I look at it and like my <laughs> back hurts watching myself lift something up, you know? Um, so I think, uh, I think working for somebody is a possibility. It would just have to be like the right fit. It would have to be a really, really good fit. They would, they would kind of have to understand who you are. Yeah. It'd have to be like, Hey, you know what? I got all my, I got all my tasks completed. I'm going home. Yeah. You know, most guys do though. Like mm. I've been pretty lucky. Uh, I think it's mostly because I work pretty hard. I mean, yeah. from the gate. Well, you're, you're, you're more. you're like a working superintendent. Yeah. Like you're not really a superintendent because you can't, you're that guy like my dad and me and you (laughs) where you see a guy using a tool wrong and you like slap it out of their hands. Yeah. I just just taught a guy on the job site, barely spoke English. I saw him cutting a block. You mean every employee? Right, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I saw him cutting a two by six block and all he had to do was it had to go in a wall and it was like a squish block between floors. So, mm-hmm. and there was a two by four rim around it. So he had to notch out a, an inch and a half by three and a half out of this block. And I saw him measuring it. And I'm like, okay, I saw him measure and cut like three or four. And these aren't even my guys and they're peace guys. Um, uh, geez, what's up? What just happened? Anyways, uh, I stopped what I was doing and I showed him the the skill saw. There's an inch and a half from the t- table and then vice versa. And yeah. he's like, I showed him that, did it in two seconds. He was blown away. Yeah. A big smile on his face. I looked back. I saw him doing it. Probably just changed that guy's life. Yeah. But you know, you know the sad part about that is 
What? Is why didn't somebody teach him that at the company? Exactly, because nobody yeah. cares anymore. Well, you know, I learned working for Solid Gametry off and on for a while. I learned that, you know, people like to say that shit rolls downhill. It doesn't, man. Shit rolls uphill. Yeah. It all goes to the top. It's it's if and and I try and think about that as myself as a company. Like, you know, James works with me. I don't like to say James works for me. No, I, no. I like to say you James works with me. We're, we're like equals, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it it's my company, so whatever he does, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, James, James did this We don't this call James. No, you call, you, you <laughs> call Jim, right? And so it's the same thing for a company like Solid Cabinetry or this company that you're talking about, this framer. It's like, why wasn't there you know, the proper training for that kid. Listen, and that's, my, that's my background. I have many, many years of framing. They almost feel, and luckily this was a young kid. I mean, when I walked away, he had a big smile on his face. Yeah, dude, that's, that's gold right there. And But they are very proud people. They don't want to be told what to do. And I'm going, look, listen to me. Prepare to fail the rest of your life. Yeah, don't, you need to, you want to get this done yeah. in a short amount of time. You're getting a peace price for it. I can show you a step that's going to save you, you know, a lot of time down the road. Yeah. And then you'll teach this kid he's better, faster. He can make more money. They don't get it. It's a lost yeah. art. It's freaking yeah. crazy. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I struggle with it every day. And I'm very, I'm very passionate when I go to work. Like people mistake my passion as like anger, but mm-hmm. it's not. I'm just loud and mm-hmm. I get excited. When's, your, when's your birthday? March. March what? 11th. God, you're not even an Aries and you're no, like that. My brother's an Aries. I'm, I'm an Pisces. Aries. That's the problem. Yeah, we're yeah. Too, too close. Yeah, you might as well be an Aries. Dude, I just I don't I, I just want people to work like I work. And no and not a lot of people do. You probably feel yeah, the same way. I do. And I think that there's uh I, as I get older and have been in the trades for almost forty years now, um, I just you know, there's all these quotes, you know, like, uh, don't worry about things you can't control, that kind of thing. You know, all these inspirational quotes. Bunch of crap. <laughs> well, it's actually, I know. it actually really does free your brain up to just be like, look, that's out of my control. Yeah. And um, so it, it's, I feel like I've kind of like uh, let myself down in a way that I just uh, sometimes are just like, yeah, man, it is what it is, you know. And I know people don't like that saying it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, you know. I've become the is what it is guy uh, for a lot of things. And, and that's, you know, the alternative is kill yourself, well, like the, not well, kill alter- yourself, ju- just mentally dying inside. That's right. Physically yeah. dying well, inside. Angry that, yeah, that it's people not fun. angry that this kid isn't taught how to use it. Like the plate of a, of a skill saw has X inches and X inches. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it would have taken the owner of that company or the foreman of that company all of about 10 seconds to teach or, him. to show him. Yeah. The problem is they don't know. No. Because it's lost. Yeah. It got lost somewhere. And that's one, ex- that's one, I just told you one example yeah. of thousands. Of one trade. Of one trade. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, don't even, we talk probably a ton about trim and finish carpentry. I mean. Yeah. That's. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll walk around houses and on vacation and I'm like, wow. Like, well, even walking in houses here, like we, we just bought a house and so we were looking in houses and. I just told my wife, let's just just burn it down. Just yeah. burn this house down. I think you just <laughs> did, really. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I kind of did do that in my own house, but yeah. yeah. So well, you have to, anyways. Yeah, so solid. Uh, solid was fun. Um, 
I went to China for, I went to, Jesus, I went to China like, uh, I don't know, 13 times or something. Four of them? Yeah, I used wow. to go like almost, in the beginning I would go like every almost every quarter. Um, the last time I went to China was probably 20... China. Thir- 2014. Oh, wow. God, I love China. Yeah. I don't care what people say about China. That is an incredible country, and the people are so nice. They are the nicest people. Really? Oh, my God, they really are. Huh. The food I is... They get a bad rap then. Dude, the food is so good. It I is bet. like... So, anyways, um, so I developed their product. I did their R&D for them. I did their development and their um, warranties and ran their production line and you know it got to be a really big animal and um, the owner the owner um, was making decisions that I couldn't you know I couldn't get in line with and uh, I'll just leave it at that because yeah. I could really talk a lot of crap about yeah. that company but um, and I do on my Instagram because and the, and so everybody knows out there I don't know how many people listen to this but if you watch my stories and I install solid <laughs> you cabinetry, gotta watch the storage or stories so I put I just put solid cabinetry in my house that should that's a testament of what I, how I feel about the company I think it's a good it's a good product when the product is made correctly yeah QC correctly and things are you know the the, the things that that the one one of of a cabinet company are taken care of which is not done there. But um, when I do talk crap about them, it's because I feel like that's a little bit my baby, yeah. you know, because I was there. I always I always look back at that first pile of crap that came off that box or off that truck. And I'm like, it's gone. It's come so far. So and I don't even get a piece of that. Do you, know? you uh, do you get any pushback from anybody from there? Um, in the beginning, when I the, the the last time I went out on my own. So the first time I left that company. Um, it was kind of bad. I, I left it kind of on bad terms and I felt kind of crappy about it. And then, um, I went through a divorce. Um, and I don't know, you know, there's these, you do seven, there's seven levels of divorce where, you know, you're sad, you're mad, you're whatever. Right. Oh. Well, well, I, 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 <laughs> I had this, I had this stage of like, I felt like I needed to mend all my fences, you know, or, or rebuild my burn bridges, if yeah. you will. And so I ran into the owner and somehow I can't remember how we got back in contact and he asked me to come back and work for him. And, um, when I left that time, I left on really good terms and it was the same thing as the time before. And, uh, um, and I, and I just, so you, you made up, yeah, yeah. we kind of made up and, you know, he actually really is a good dude, but I think he's a, I think he's a crappy, um, he's a really good businessman. He's not afraid to, um, get, I mean, get out there and do it, but he, he doesn't know people. Yeah. He doesn't know how to manage people. He doesn't know who to hire, but he, but he has a say on who's hiring, which is, yeah. you leave that up to somebody else. Yes. Right? So when I left, I, I left, I left, did my two weeks, I left, went out and was installing cabinets. And of course I'm going to install a bunch of solid cabinetry <laughs> yeah. because they've, they've literally hoard themselves out in yeah. this valley. Everybody yeah, oh yeah. has solid used them. I, I, I think it's kind of getting to be backlash I hate now. Going because back. so, I hate going yeah. down there for parts. Yeah. It's such a drag. It's a train wreck. It's just like yeah. you just Burn it all there. down. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't know about that, but it just sucks picking up parts and pieces. Yeah. They're, it's not a well-oiled machine. But so, you know, I'd be out on an install and there'd be something dumb that just wasn't done. And, I, and I'd call them out on it. Well, it wasn't long until <laughs> they blocked me. Oh, no way. Right. And But before that, 
the guy. Are you still blocked? Oh yeah. (laughs) I just go on my burner account and see what they're doing. They have no idea. Uh, Um, but they sent one of their salespeople out to meet me on the job site and says, Hey, can you take this post down? And I'm like, no. Yeah. And so that was really kind of the, the last draw before they, they blocked me. So Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, but Anyways, that's I was there, and then I went out. I, you, you just know, have a lot. There's a there's a little personal attachment to that place. It, it is, yeah. And, there, and there is. When yeah. You seeing them when you're seeing them failing, it's just like kind of irritates you. But which is funny because I should just be like, yeah, fail. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if you fail. <laughs> I mean, f it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, Laurel. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's part of me should just be like, I don't care. But I mean, that's just not in my nature. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I might dislike the guy. I might. I, I mean, I don't really dislike him. I just don't want to work for him. Um, but I do want everybody to succeed. Everybody should, should have that, you know, have success. I think people misread you. Oh, why? I don't know. Tell me. I'm just going to drink some wine. You tell me. (laughs) No, I don't know why. Cause you probably, they probably get pissed cause you say what's on your mind. Yeah. You'll look somebody right in your, right in their face, in their face, in person and tell them how you feel. Yeah. I have no feel. Cause it has merit. Well, I have no filter. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't feel. Good, I, don't, I don't. I don't either. I'm not in the. Tr- I'm not in the business to have a filter. My wa- my wife, probably your wife, they're all in the business to having a filter and being able to be like, yeah, you know, say whatever the the saying is. We to don't need to, get, to. No, you don't. I've I been mean, told though. I need to. You know, I can't say some of the things I say. I've lived my life. I've, there's multiple times where people are trying to pull me back, and I work. You know. Since about 2014, I've been working for somebody. Yeah. Other than that, I've worked for myself or I ran a company. I didn't really, it's just different. Like you don't think about that. So I get pulled back every once in a while. Like, Hey, you know, that's because someone's soft. Yeah. Someone, someone on the other end is soft and and by soft, I I don't mean any like dis disrespect and soft. It's just like, they've never, they've never had um, somebody talk to them that way. You know, yeah. matter of factly and just with more knowledge, probably. But and what's, they, what's funny is when you know when they walk away, they're thinking about it. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. And it's like, wow. And, and, and it pissed it, me off, but that guy was right. Yeah. Or, I get it or, or all like, the time. I can't believe he talked to me that way. Right. But you know what? He talked to you that way because you deserve to be talked that way. I have tons of friends that didn't start in, in this business that didn't start out great. Like yeah. we've got into it on the job site because they don't want me riding them. Yeah. And then now I've known them for 20 years Yeah, because of what I said to them. Yeah. So it, you know, it, most of the time it doesn't backfire on me, but. Yeah. Well, James is a, James, um, how do I say this? James is like, uh, he's a, he's, he's a pretty emotional kid. Yeah. Like, how, old, I, how old is James? Well, he's not even a kid. He's 35 years old. I think. Yeah. He's. I swear to God, he's 35. James, I think you're 35. But he. How'd uh, you guys meet? How long oh, have you known him? Okay, so. Let's inter- go into that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, he was, I hired him with uh, another guy at Solid Cabinetry. I hired, we hired him as our warehouse manager. Um, and so he ran the back warehouse for us and um, was a go-getter. I and, didn't know that. Yeah, he was a go-getter and he learned cabinetry that way. You know, he learned like, you know, nomenclature of cabinetry and what's what and what's what and how it goes together in a way. And, um, again, the owner of the company, and actually this is the first time I left the owner of the company, um, hired a friend 
and mm. they demoted James mm. and James took it personally and left. Well, he should. Yeah. And I left shortly after that. And so he was working for a buddy of mine's company and, um, I called him up. I'm like, Hey dude, <laughs> you want to, you want to go, you want to go sling cabinets? You love Tetris. Let's go, you know? <laughs> and, uh, he worked, that's when he worked for me the first time, but he's, um, <coughs> he, he's definitely one of those kids that, um, you know, he, he says tough love. He's like, yeah, you give me tough love. And, oh, dude, and when I first met you guys, you were doing that small job. Oh, the REI studio. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It was, uh, but they, uh, you guys, and I didn't, I just, first time I met you guys knew about you, heard about you. He would be talking to me and you look, you just look at him and go, Hey, get back to work. It's like, yeah, I'm going, Oh my God, it's weird. No, it's not weird. It's like, it's like we're working piecework. I want to go home as much as you no, want to go I home, know. so get to work. It's just funny because <laughs> yeah. you're like, you didn't give a shit. Just fucking, uh, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Here he is trying to tell me a story. Yeah. And then I, he would start talking to me. I'd be all, okay, dude, see you later. Well, I think that's part of the reason why, you know, folks probably, if they hired me, would probably let me go pretty quickly is it's, um, I, I take things like you, like I take things very personally battle it all the time yeah i just want it to be the best it can be you Same know here. even if this is a pile of shit and i gotta uh, you know i, I gotta with po- that all I, the time. I gotta polish it you know i gotta put some, some a, lacquer on it i'm make a people it look, pleaser yeah like I, I really don't want i want i don't want people to think i'm failing and yeah. in their minds they're not yeah I mean, you and i i mean we're very sought after in in, no. in these times no it's true maybe no, it's true. I, dude, it's true. Oh, yeah. Trust me. Um, but so, it, yeah, it, when, you know, at, at least me, I always feel like, oh my God, they're probably thinking I'm sucking. Dang it. And the, but they're like, in their minds are, oh no, he's doing great. No, you're doing fine. But I just beat myself up, yeah. beat myself up all the time. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. I think that that's tough to be a, uh, an employee when you're a person, when you have that kind of personality oh, or, you know, it's yeah. all, we're all daddy's boys, right? I mean, we all, we all are taught by our parents and, and we, and we do, you know, we literally are our parents. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, my dad was good dad, but you know, he's, he had me when he was 45 years old. He, you know, I'm the youngest of five. It was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> dude, man, I love you, but I ain't got a lot of time for you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I've already did all this kid stuff. Right. And he's not, not to say that I didn't have a great childhood, man. My dad was amazing. Um, but you know, he taught me things, you know, it was, you know, if you felt to get up and walk it off. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, I didn't get a participation trophy, dude. None of us did very well. You just flat out didn't get a trophy. You know what I mean? "Mm -hmm." And you're not worse for it. You know, I just don't feel like you're worse for it. But, uh, so, anyways, that's how I met James. James, James, great dude. Solid. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Just like you saw him at Home Depot or something. No, that's where I thought the story was going. No, <laughs> you know we, you know he's come and gone twice with me too. You oh, know, wow. he, yeah, he came and worked with me for a while, and um, I taught him everything I knew, and um, you know, he he teaches me things at times, and you know, we go back and forth. I mean, you know, uh, with the advent of uh, of Instagram and following, you know, I follow, you know, I don't. I do all, want to talk about that too. Yeah, all I follow is other tradespeople and designers and you know ki- kitchen people, and I learn a lot. I mean, you know, JCH is out there, and uh, Tomo's out there. I mean, there's just so many guys out there that you know, you know, Frank and Carpenter One Three, and just there's just so many. I've followed a lot that you've yeah. brought up. 
Yeah, it was your following. They're pretty. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely. There's just so much information out there. A lot of it, you know, some of it I know, and a lot of it I don't know. And amazing people. Yeah, some of it's not applicable to what I do, and and some is. But James is. uh, James worked for me for a long time, and then he. we kind of had a little fallout and, and, you know, and we kind of split ways for a few years and it was actually the few years. You have a fallout with somebody? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Rare. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, am I, how many marriages am I? Um, but he, when I went to solid, the, the last time is when he stopped working with me. I was like, okay, you know, something's going on in my universe. Like it's not working with him. It's not working with my wife at the time. So, you know, I need to, I need to get myself right and, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So basically after I left solid for the very last time, I, I text him. Oh, oh wait, sorry. He was selling cars (laughs) at a Toyota dealership. (laughs) James? James was, I mean, he's a hustler, dude. He'll work. I mean, he'll do whatever it takes to work because there's no shame there. And, and I came in and he's like, what are you doing? You know? And I'm like. I'm looking for a van, and I was still working at Solid. Oh, nice! I mean, it doesn't matter now, but I was still working yeah. at Solid. So, I've always got a B plan in my in my life forever, and I've taught that to my kid is always have a B plan. Yeah. So my B plan was like I was just gonna quit and go back to construction. So, I was looking for a van. He didn't have anything, and um, I don't know. A month later, I text him a picture of a van in my driveway, and you know we hadn't talked for a long time. I mean, we literally hadn't talked for two and a half years, maybe. And I go, shit's getting serious. <laughs> and he's like, "What's up?" And I'm like, love it. "You want to, you want to, you want to get the, the show get back the on the back road?" Together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Well, I don't know what's it gonna be like, you know." And, and so, stop you know, crying, James. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I could say something, but I get in trouble with my wife. But <laughs> so he said, "Yeah, you know." He said, "Yeah, let's." She's do gonna it. actually listen to this. Oh yeah, she will. Please don't ultra subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> just get blocker, L- uh, Laurel River blocker. <laughs> just blocker. Um, but yeah, so he came back to work, and it's been pretty good. You know, I mean, there's always hiccups. I mean, people, people out there. I, I mean, he's not everyday thing. Yeah, he's not my employee. Like, I don't consider him my employee. Yeah. I consider him my equal. I, I consider him a partner. We all see it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I think that uh, we all go through bad times. I do. He does. I mean, you I, guys have a good time at work, and I know there's some bad do. times we which do. aren't on camera, but yeah, it's a pretty awesome thing to yeah, see i try and be as, as as honest as i can on instagram well, i don't i'm not the guy that shoots my no, scribes no. from far away no, no. listen know? listen <laughs> or that, uses my festival because that makes me the better carpenter for some reason but uh, i'm not that guy no i know we, like, we know that yeah so how this is what i wanted to get into is how did you get into instagramming oh that's I mean, in, that's interesting so i mean i know it's probably something that developed with it but listen it, if anybody is listening to this, you gotta follow this guy. It's he's funny. It's it's just it's some it's one thing I actually look forward to seeing when I see my stories come up. Well, thank you. It's it's just uh, with him and James, it's the freaking funniest thing. Yeah, and we all do, the we things do that you do, your, the way you create. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Well, James, I, we've always James and I both have had this motto that if it's not fun anymore, we're not going to do it. And um, well, that, that would be a shitty day. Yeah, it would. And, and we have those days. As you know, yeah. we, we have those days. There's that damn desert lot business on Boxwell. What? Oh. What? That solid cabinetry install up in Desert Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah. That job will just not go away. That's yeah. a burn it down. Just yeah. burn it that, all down. That, yeah. But anyways, so James, so how to get on Instagram? So when I got divorced... 
Um, my wife at the time and I, we, we didn't, we didn't have Facebook pages. We didn't have any, any of that. Like she thought that if I had a Facebook page, I was going to be having sex with all my <laughs> junior high cause I didn't go to college or I didn't yeah. go to high school. So yeah. basically, so I was like, I was going to hook up with all my junior high <laughs> you know, girlfriends. Yeah. So, um, when she left, I like, okay, well it's kind of like, you it's know, on. yeah, it's like free, it's, I'm you're, free. Not, you're not supposed to do this. So yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Right. Let's do it right. Yeah. So I got on, I got on Facebook, which, um, are you even on Facebook anymore? No, Facebook is the devil. Yeah. Although Facebook owns Instagram. I know yeah. that I'm no, not stupid, okay. but no, no, that's Facebook is basically, um, a time suck. All that does is suck your time. So I'm not on anymore. But at the time I got on to Facebook, I got on to Instagram because I wanted to start, um, a business account on Instagram so I could, you know, show what I do. Yeah. You know, cause I'm, I'm proud of things I do sure. and I wanted no, to, and it started out with just like showing what we do daily. You know, like if you go on my page and you have the patience to go all the way down to the very beginning, James and I always do time-lapse. We always do time-lapse photos and we always did them to music and we They're always so like, funny, dude. And, and you guys and do the high five at the end. The high five. We, did our, we did our high five and white guys. Like we did all that stuff and it was like, I mean, we, we, looked forward to like what was going to be the cool thing we could put on Instagram today. Just something that was funny. And it was never like, Hey, I bought a new Capex or Hey, I got a Domino or Hey, I've got a, I've got a Lamello and I'm going to snap all this shit together and yeah. I'm going to be the best carpenter in the world. It was never that like, and, and I'm a firm believer that you can run Ryobi all day long and still be an incredible carpenter. Sure. So, but the way you put it together it's very creative and people love it. Well, it's entertaining, I hope. Yeah, it's very entertaining. I hope it's entertaining. I mean, it's I mean a couple of pe- couple of people, I don't know, maybe a handful of people have said, have you cares? ever thought about pitching this show? Like, oh, as a yeah. show? No, it's very and creative. And I'm like, well, hey, if there's any producers of shows out there that want to do a show and follow Jim, the Jim and James show around, fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would be totally down Dude, for that. Dude, it's funny. So, I mean, but it's what you do that I don't know how you come up with most of it. It's, and I it's feel like I'm just, pretty creative, but it's you, just happenstance. It's like, yeah. it's like a lot of times, like we're not, I know you, it doesn't look like you stage a bunch of crap. We don't. It's just, I don't know how we it don't. comes out. It's pretty funny. What happens typically is like, we're doing something and I'm like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> no way. I'm like, oh my God, stop, James. Don't, I, I know where you're going with this. Just stop. Let me get my phone out. He's pretty funny too. Dude, James is, is very he funny. Is, fuck. I love that kid. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. So I, I just tell him to stop. And I'm like, I know where you're going with this. I'm going to video it. Are you, you know, typically I ask him if he's cool with it or not. There was a time where he was really, really grumpy and he didn't want me to be on Instagram or whatever. And so I just videotape it. And you, and it's, I, I'm going to tell you 99.9% of the time is just raw sure. first take. This is yeah. what we do. Yeah. You know, type of thing. And, uh, and we just do it cause we think it's funny. We don't care if anybody else thinks well, it's funny. We just think it's, it's funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It is pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, you got quite a few followers, which is pretty impressive. Not bad. I mean, yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't know why people follow. I mean, there's, there's <laughs> some it's people. funny. Yeah. But I mean, we're not, we're rarely teaching anybody anything. There's a time we're all like, I really but find it laborious. So well, listen, if you want to learn how to install cabinets, don't like, like a master, no, you can still follow me, but <laughs> go follow JCH. JCH cabinets is like, I mean, he takes the time and there's more out there. Cause there's a ton like, um, Stan works and those guys like there's, there's a ton out there that do it. Like I'm sure I'm leaving, you know, sure. a ton of guys that yeah. are really good craftsmen. Um, they love to take the time to show you how to do it. 
I'm like, yeah. um, pound sand, man. I want this <laughs> shit in. Like, I want to be paid, you yeah. know? And um, so it's very rare that I'll be, like, showing you how to scribe cut in filler. And I feel like I don't need to show you because I'm doing it the same way John's Every, doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not doing anything. I'm not reinventing the wheel when it comes in sewing cabinet series. So who cares? But here's the thing. You still find a way to get it in there and quickly. And quickly. And then maybe move on to something funny. And I, and I know I'm harping on the Instagram thing, but that's one of the draws that I have to you and James is you guys are freaking hilarious on yeah. Instagram. Well, thanks. I love that people are like yeah. follow along and be like part of the whole show, man. Oh, that's and great. It's like just a, it's, it's, it's super fun. Like we're going to be taking off to uh, Chino Hills tomorrow, doing an install for a company called uh, Bonneville cabinets, Bonneville Millworks, I think he calls himself mm. in uh, Chino Hills. Nice. So we're trying to, we're not, we, I think James is on board with it, but I'm trying to, because I hate Arizona in the summer, I'm trying to like get jobs in California in the summer. And I've been working on this for two years, for two years. Like I went out there and kind of did like a meetup with a bunch of the guys like Frank and um, Garrett and um, Travis from Excellent Remodeling and Generation Handcrafted Chris and Soul Call Handyman. Like we all had, it was during COVID and we're all at this place in Encinitas and we're like having beers and getting drunk and having tacos and we're like slap assing each other. I'm like, I'm basically kind of almost making out, right? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, if anybody's, any group's going to get COVID, it's this yeah. dumb group of yeah. contractors and, and guys, you know? Um, but that was when I put the bug in everybody's ear, like, hey, man, I have a van. I will come over. It's five hours away. It's mm-hmm. six hours away. I'll come over and do an install for you. Please help me get out of 118 yeah. degree If you have something available. Yeah. And so that's, we've, that's something new for us is we're trying to get out of the state and do installs. I, I was reached out or a, pers- a contractor reached out from Salt Lake City to do like this massive, beautiful home. I mean, my wife's like, is that Barbara Streisand's house? Like, yeah. Whose house yeah. is that? And the problem is, is I'm not scaled up to do that size of a house. It and would take you it, six months. Yeah, I would basically, my clientele let, my clientele would just be like, oh, you can't do it. Well, F you, I'm going to go get somebody else. You're so, still, because you're loyal to the people that yes, kind of got you where you're at. Of course. I'm yeah. totally maybe loyal. Maybe a, a three-day, four-day job, fine. But. Maybe, maybe a week. I mean, we're going to go to California. We leave tomorrow. We'll be there till Friday. Oh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe, maybe Saturday. Yeah, we leave hmm. tomorrow. We'll be there till Saturday. So the Jim and James show, um, take on the road. episode number two, nice. is going to be on the road tomorrow. And I know this podcast is not going to get out for a while, so it's no, going to be get fast. Out. I'm hoping to get it out tomorrow, oh, well, tomorrow they, the next day. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll, yeah. be, we'll be rolling in the van through Palm Springs. and. See. Doing our thing. But um, so, yeah, the Instagram thing just turned into kind of created its own self. And I wanted when I started best advertisement ever. It really is. I mean, I get reached out to a lot on Instagram and a lot of it is just kind of BS stuff that I can't. But I definitely Mm -hmm. have gotten a few good um, jobs off of there um, and contacts. I mean, but there's a lot of contractors in Arizona right now that have just become contractors and are trying to take advantage of the money. And, um, They'll go away pretty soon. Yeah, and so there's the no filter. Like all you guys out there that are trying to make it happen, and you're not contractors. You maybe work for a builder, and all of a sudden you're a contractor. If you don't get your shit together, you you're not going to be around in a couple yeah. of years. But uh, you know, I've done a couple of like half-ass jobs for them, and it just didn't work out. And so my core guys are my core guys, and I love them, and I like to think they they love us. And um, so Instagram was a was a good way to kind of get out there and, and show what we do and get those guys. You have know? you have you ever thought of going to work for that company you mentioned a lot on Instagram? Which one? West Tool. Oh, West Tool. Yeah, those guys are freaking nuts, man. I mean, um, they seem like they're really interested in you. 
They are. They, you know, I buy a lot of their products. I saw that. That's, I don't um, know how you afford that stuff. Oh my God. And some of your guys, like, it's crazy. Like It, it is. There's a, that's at West Tool USA on Instagram. Those guys, the tools they sell are ridiculously priced, but man, they are time money savers. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if those it's, guys. It's just it's ingenious. Like they, they the, the stuff have, they come up with. They have the bank. Their R and D department is yeah. probably there. Must be a thousand people working in that. Yeah. They have brand ambassadors all over the world. Fuck, that's crazy. crazy. I've tried to get hired on there. They won't hire me. The, Did own, you, the owners really? A, the owner's kind of an asshole. <laughs> I kind of heard that. Like I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but yeah. that's what I heard. Yeah. So. Um, but anyways, Instagram, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I, I got off Facebook years Sorry, ago. Sorry, people. Yeah, Facebook's a fail. Why um, don't you have a YouTube channel? That's mm, a lot of work mm. with cameras and... Too much work. I got yeah. a family. Um, I've got a, I got an 11-year-old daughter that... Um, Needs her dad? Well, okay. actually, I'm a, uh, to be honest, I'm her stepdad. Oh, that's... Um, and so we're part-time parents with, with that little one, and so I don't see her that much, and she... I, I love her so much, Good. man. She is... Uh, uh, you know, I have a boy who's 29. I love you too, Riley. But, um, what's you he know, do? he's an adult. What does he do? What's he, he up to? He's, oh, God, you guys ready for this bombshell? That's okay. He works at Solid Cabinetry. No, he does. <laughs> yes. uh, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah, what's, what's the break? What's the Windows 98 where it's like yeah. dies? <laughs> 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 but uh, he uh, runs a CNC machine there. Oh, but he nice. also, he's you know, he was a gamer for a long time. Very long time. I think he uh, basically, I, I try to warn him. Folks, I try to warn him, like, you're wasting good years, but uh, he's doing night school. He's um, he's a good coder, and so he's going to coding school right now, and he's should I think he has another year in coding school, and then he'll probably run out. It's, you know, I doubt he'll listen to this. I'll send it to him, but if there's anything that I regret in my life, it's that I made him work with me every damn summer and yeah. every damn weekend when, when I was building my, my business, yeah. and, they, and it basically turns them into the you push them away they don't want to be in in construction they don't want to do what you do I did the same thing f you dad <laughs> now they love me but they're like yeah no thanks yeah. i'm good and um i really would have loved to it i mean i would have changed my company to um lundquist and sons or whatever yeah. um because uh you know he's he's i mean he's he was a miracle baby. Like, you know, he wasn't, my first wife wasn't supposed to be able to have kids, period. Oh, wow. and, and so we had him. So it was a, it was a good deal. That's, I didn't know that. It's a good story. Yeah, I got These a lot all of stories. good stories. Yeah. What I got, else you got? I mean, I'm 56. <laughs> I got shit tons of stories. Oh, God, sorry, Laurel. <laughs> you can't say the S word. Yeah, but Instagram's been really, really fun. Um, Frank, uh, Carpenter13 in San Diego. Um, so Carpenter13, the numeral three. If you want to follow a guy that is uh, ridiculously smart, um, follow him. But uh, he, you know, we converse probably not daily, but quite a bit. And he, um, he's like, I'm like, dude, he's got like 20,000 plus followers. And I'm like, how do you deal with this crap? You know, like I've got like 4,000, I think. You got over 4,000. And I'm like, I get a lot of, I get a lot of instant messages and that kind of thing. But he, I'm like, how do you do it? He goes, I go, I, that sucks. And he goes, you know what? It's still fun, Jim. And I'm like, you know what? That's my motto. I really, you know, I got tattoos. I really need to tattoo that when it's not fun. Kick me off the ladder, you know? I'm, um, lo- I'm looking him up while you're talking. Oh, Carpenter 1-3. He's over 20. Carpenter 1-3, Frank. Yeah. Nice. Follow. How many followers do you have? He has 25,800. Yeah. 
He's a beast. Damn. And he's the tallest Mexican man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he's like 6'3". He's a monster. <laughs> but um, That's funny. But yeah, so... Um, they're, usually they're not that tall. Can no. you say that? No, you can't say oh, that. Oh, sorry. I'll edit that e- out. Edit that out. Yeah, okay. that's not good. Oh, shit. My uh, wife is texting me. Uh-oh. Hey, turn that off. We're on a show. Oh, wait. She wants to know if I'm okay with pot stickers for dinner. <laughs> uh, y- yes, I am, babe. <laughs> I love pot stickers. Yeah. Uh, I got the best. I mean, I'm t- I, t- I was joking with you and your wife out there that, you know, you're if, you, if you're ever divorced, like you, all you divorced folks, you know what I'm talking about. You have your first marriage. We're mar- not actually married. Well, it doesn't matter. It you're doesn't. Married. If you're living together, you're married. Yeah. But uh, it feels like you have your first marriage. And mine was 22 years and got a beautiful son out of it. But um, it really, is a, for a lot of people, it's a practice wife. <laughs> you as t- well you said as that earlier. I was well like, what? As, that makes sense. As well as it's a practice husband for yeah. them as well. But, you know, when you are smart from a long marriage when you do go into that second marriage typically not not in your case but <laughs> typically you are really 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 smart and i'm super you want to call your wife on speakerphone and no. talk to her about the pod stickers no and we can record it no no <laughs> no she's but she's great like yeah. I, I i couldn't I, I i never knew there was somebody that could love somebody so much as her good so it's it you know anyways that's the sappy part of the that's okay that's, the that's what we're talking about this yeah. is great this is why we do this so people answer, get to they're, they're gonna listen to this and get to know you yeah it's kind of all out not, there not not only that, but it'll always be online. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, so you it's can, a little bit scary. You can die in a car, fiery car yeah. crash on the way home, and boom, there you are. Well, considering, I probably will never kind of fully retire. Considering I'm really kind of getting into my golden years of, of contracting and construction, it's uh, probably uh, probably not a big deal that it's out there. Yeah, no, yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And next time, I am gonna get another setup, so we'll do part two, and we'll have James in yeah. here. I, I really think you should bring James in on his we own. Will. Well, I yeah. will. Yeah. He's a good, you know, he's, uh, you know, people say it's hard to find good employees and, and, and he's, you know, we've all, we all, everybody has drama. With Unless their, they're hiring me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah I mean, you are. But everybody has their drama <laughs> with employees. <laughs> everybody has their drama and, and he has his drama. Trust me, there's a lot of drama with me. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I yeah, think when you get this age and you're in No, areas, I like James. He's funny. Yeah. I follow him too. And he, he, he's funny. He's funny as shit. He's a good follow because he doesn't post a lot, yeah. but what he does post yeah. is gold. Yeah, and people yeah. tag him. He's like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's good. Dude. I love when you, when you, like, you'll quickly flash one of the builders or a super or whatever, like, walking through the job, and they're like, Ew, don't put me on camera. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Well, we do bust a lot of supers and PMs. Uh, we bust them up a lot because there's a, <clears throat> there's a couple of sayings we say, like, you know, that supers have. And I get that it's kind of like a, it's like a form or it's like a, I don't even, what, what, it's Tell, a, what is it? What well, is it? It's not you, a motto. It's not a. Well, what is it? I Tell me what, what it is. is. <laughs> so, you know, when you're on a job site, you got anybody in construction relate to this. You're on a job site and, this, and the super comes to the job. <laughs> and the first thing they do that like feels like somebody is running like a planer at my back is how are we doing how i've never said that in my life you haven't you you are probably one of the only i've never said that there's a couple of guys out there that don't do that but they're like how are we doing and i'm like what there's no we here bro it's like you individually and it's we is james and i yeah and james and i are doing really great 
next time I see you, how are you guys doing? <laughs> no, how I've never we? said that in my life. So no, that's, I will say that. So that's the one thing. And then the other thing is, you know, a lot of guys will come in and they'll be like, okay, I'm heading off to the next one, you know, off to the next one. It's like, okay, yeah, there's, you probably got multiple jobs, but it's like, maybe you don't, maybe, yeah. the, maybe the next one's Starbucks. I don't know. Do you know what really I know. say? This is what I say every time. All right, I'll be right back. You, that's brilliant. That's a, hey, I got to run, but I'll be back. That's brilliant. Because I know as soon as I freaking leave, yep. everybody leaves. Yeah, lots of framers do that. And usually I come, yeah, well, that's where I learned it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, usually I'm not back because there's so much going on. But the, quite a bit of times I'll be back. Like I go back to jobs two or three times a day. Yeah. See, I can't be a PM. I can't be a super. Oh, Because I just want to go to the job. I want to do the job and I want to leave the job. I don't want to see the job the rest of the day. But I'll tell you. I fucking love what I do. I really yeah. do. I love interacting with people. That's the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is because I noticed, you know, I'm starting to meet people and have conversations that were 30, 40 minutes long. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to, I yeah. want to put all this down. I got and a lot to say. And when you have that with me, I'm like, shut the hell up. I got to <laughs> get to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not nice. That's just mean. But it's true. It, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> they were bugging you. No, you don't. But, um, so yeah. What's up? When are you starting our job? When I tell uh, you to? Talking about Roby? Yeah. I, I haven't even approved the POs yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it. Shut up. Yeah. I, I if you think don't, this thing's going in the freaking toilet. I think I am. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think I am. I actually, you know, I, we're talking, we're talking shop here, but I basically haven't, uh, I haven't approved the POs because I'm really nervous about manpower. Yeah. Um, James is with no, me, but it's a good sized job. Like there's almost 3000, almost 3000 square feet of TNG, yeah. 20 feet up in the air. Yeah. 14. Like, is it only 14? Yes. Jesus. I'm six foot tall. That felt like it was 20 Jesus. feet. But you know, I don't want to, you know, here, here in lies, I don't want anybody to be, I don't want to provide a shitty product, product. I don't want to give, say I'm going to do that and then be that guy that's like, oh, you know, I, I can't get it done for you. I would rather just say no up front, yeah, even no, though it's, know, killer, yeah. it's killer money, but yeah. I don't, I would rather be that guy that puts everything together before I say I'm going to do it. Okay, that's well, all. that's not going to happen, so just focus. Well, we'll get you up on scaffolding. Yeah. You can hold, I'll do it. You can hold the end. Of I don't care. Scaffolding. You know, I'll help you. Oh, I know you help people. I would. I know there's doors and stuff you have to help people on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. Fast It happens all the time. Like, well, and I enjoy it. Well, I, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, I think I think Boxwell should be, you know, really happy that they got you back doing it. Oh, and I think any, any I think anybody that anybody that you work for, because it's clear that you care about what you're doing, and I think that it's hard to find good help. And um, sure, there's guys underneath you that are smarter than you. They're smarter than me. They're doing, what? They're yes, there are. Let's be honest. They're more skilled yeah, than we are. What? But there's. It's hard to find people that care. Yeah. And, true. And if if you can be a crappy carpenter, but if you care and you do the best you can, but you care about it, people people see that. I, when I was gone, you know, I worked for Boxwell for almost five years and left. Good term. You know, we worked some stuff out and uh, left, and just it just didn't work out there mm -hmm. just for whatever reason, but. Going back and just haven't already kind of worked everything out. And I mean, the people I work for are amazing. They're mm -hmm. good freaking people. And, you know, my boss is just an ambitious dude and he's a super nice guy. And we're like a team. Yeah. And, and teamwork makes the 
dream work. Oh God! <laughs> Seriously, it's a, I'm, people I'm happy have to be to, back. People, I have to watch him say that. Like he's right across from me. I have to watch him say that. I'm cringing. That's good. I don't have to clean my mic, anyways. So, so yeah, so that's probably, I mean, honestly, if you get back to like where we are with this, that's where we are. Um, in, uh, my daughter should be into college in the next seven or so years. And where are you going? Uh, hopefully San Luis Obispo. Retire? Fortis. You're listening, Fortis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I would retire. I mean, I don't think my dad never, ever retired. Just do jobs you can take yeah. and handle. Yeah, I mean, physic- cool. physically, when you're in this trade, physically, it's it, it you, you know, you can only physically go so long. But um, unless I mentally lose my noodle, I think that I can I can be helpful mentally. You Just know, with maybe you can mentor somebody that's sure. coming up. God, you know, I don't know that I have like the personality, but in my brain, I kind of. Um, always fantasize about like being like a shop teacher you know <laughs> but then i think about my Slightly shop teacher. creepy but i like it well you know a shop teacher like i remember so the last shop i took was in eighth grade in middle school mr merritt Madi- mr merritt madison junior high and was seattle mr merritt and um i mean i looked up to him he he felt like the smartest guy i had ever met and um although he did spank me with his wooden paddle a couple of times but Shocking. he yeah, that's the way it was back then, folks. But um, I just would see him on like a lathe. Or Working some magic. Yeah, and I just, you know, you got your little screen on and there's just... Maybe, there's, maybe there's that's just what wood, you should do. There's just wood chips flying. You They're know how many flying. people you can like get to after watching Mr. Uh, Lundquist in uh, shop class to go... That dude was a fucking asshole, but I loved watching him work. That's Mr. I'm going, Merritt. I'm going in the trades. Yeah, so maybe I can do that. Yeah, you know, that's I a good idea. I don't know. But, you know, I, I fantasize about that. I fantasize about, like, having a shop and, like, building furniture because I, I really I, I really love, like, Scandinavian design furniture. Oh, yeah. Um, and none of that live-edge bullshit that they're doing out there. I mean, yeah. that's got to die. And so does, like, barn doors and shiplap. <laughs> I mean, so much stuff needs to just die. Mr. Bitterman, it's okay. Settle down. We're here to have fun. I mean, let's be honest. The shiplap we're putting on is not shiplap. Yeah, no. I mean, I got to give it to, you know, the whole Magnolia Farms ladies, the fixer-uppers, because that's shiplap, folks. Yeah. That is on the inside of a house. That's not, you don't put it on a hood in your kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's everywhere. It's a a structural part of an interior of a house. There's a lot of shiplap in Arcadia. Oh my God. There's so much. It's, whoever makes shiplap has made, whoever, whoever decided to make it out of MDF and, What's and that sell molding it company? M and L or L and L? L and L molding. That's well. Uh, you got Orpac. You got all the big boys. Well, L and L is where they a lot of it. Uh, yeah. People order that shit from. But, but yeah, that's. But yeah, I mean, I would love to have a shop, and I'd love to build. Like, I would love to just make ship lap dies that, you know. <laughs> uh, I'd well, love to do that too. Trends, trends come and go. I mean, you know, yeah, Arizona's no. Arizona had a big, uh, you know, Cantera. Um, Flagstone. Uh, Flagstone and um, 
what the heck was that? Uh, travertine. We're just I mean, we're just in a uh, fad right now. We we are. I mean, it's just trendy, and it just and you know what? Honestly, that keeps the construction industry going. You know, the remodel side of it. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I tear out as you do too. I mean, we tear out stuff that was a fad twenty years ago, and it's and, bizarre. And yeah, and and it's gone, and every you know, naughty you, alder gone. Yeah, but you know what's interesting is growing up in Seattle, and uh, you know, it's not a gold rush city, but it was definitely a destination for, you know, people going up to Alaska, just the wood, just the fur and the cedar and the wood and, and, um, all the things that are up there. I really miss it. I miss it a lot. Like my wife and I were talking about it and I just really miss like the craftsmanship it takes to, to build a set of stairs, Yeah, you know, or just you know, just all that handcrafted stuff. It's not, stuff is yeah. yeah, it's all CNC now. And but it's not MDF either. Like yeah. we literally, I literally have probably lost so many facets of my skill by just installing paint grade um, pressed. It's pressed wood it's, chips. It's depressing. It's paper. It's basically paper. Yeah. yeah. Um, anybody that has you know, MDF baseboards in their bathrooms can attest that this is not right wood. by the shower. Yeah. Right. by the returns <laughs> to the shower. Yeah. It, it's not, it's just sad. I yeah. mean, it's really sad and but it's about know, money and pricing and it, availability, sustainability, it, you know, everybody yeah, wants to save trees. Now. I guess there is that eco side yeah. of it, but I also, and that's a good part, but yeah. But I also think that Arizona is, um, after moving here, you know, almost 20 years ago, not quite. Um, it was a real eye opener to realize how Arizona is kind of the culture of cheap, you know, it's, I mean, not so much anymore now because you got a lot of Californians and you got a lot of money moving in. But, but when I first moved here, I was like, we were, it was a 90 early nineties track house, freaking yeah, let's go all the way into yeah. probably 2012 maybe or yeah. something. But you know, when I moved here, I was like, I talked to a guy and he's like, listen, you know, you know, grandma moved here from Illinois, you know, grandma and grandpa, they were, they, they retired in, in Arizona and they got, you know, a guy to do their lawn for cash mm -hmm. and they got a handyman to work for cash. And most of the time the it's Jose and Hose B. And I mean, no offense to, no. Yeah. to Southern labor because everybody needs to make a living and, and everybody, and that's a whole nother. We just got do, canceled. Yeah. We could do like 15 <laughs> podcasts on how yeah. I feel about that. And, yeah. and I'm not the guy that's like, shut it down. No, I'm the guy no. like, let's make it simpler yes. than it is. Let's make it work. Yeah. Cause honestly, these are the people that are actually working, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yep. but, um, you know, so you can pay those guys cheap and, and it, Honestly, it's a little bit of taking advantage of in a way, but it's good for them. Yeah. You know, it's enough for Everybody's them. Everybody's winning. Yes. Every, everybody. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And so, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, grandma and grandpa move here and then, you know, mom and dad are like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want the winners anymore. Let's move down here. But then they want it all for cheap. Yeah. And so you basically build over and over and over again, multifamilies that are in here because it's cheap to live here. Well, if it's cheap to live here, then you're, you're only going to do cheap work. But that happens in Texas too. Oh, I think and South all of the Southwest. Yeah, but I don't think it's as cheap in Texas. Like the work, the it just I've I've been there. I haven't seen the houses, but just seeing what's on TV and it doesn't seem like they had gone that route. Like not as deep. I don't think it's as deep steep, as us. Yeah, you see the super steep pitches and the brick veneer. Yeah, it's like those track sort of trackish. You know, more models, more elevations. 
they're, you know, I remember driving through there when I used to race motorcycles in uh, Alabama. I'd drive through there and be like, that house right there is worth, you know, 250000 yeah. And it's like a it's mansion. Like it's an estate. Yeah, yeah it's an estate. I'm yeah. like, whoa. Well, and then you drive through, you drive through East Mesa or Gilbert. Same. And you're like, oh my God, it's vanilla. Yeah. And, and I've done that in my post many, many times where I'm driving into a house and I'm like, or driving into a subdivision. And if I didn't have directions, if I didn't have Siri barking in my ear, I would have no clue what house it is. Yeah. You know, like when <laughs> yeah. I lived in, when I grew up in, in Seattle, it was like, Hey, I'm, I'm in different. the greenhouse. Right. I'm in the no, greenhouse on 38. That's not here. You know, you it's just, not it's here. not, that's not the same thing. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I do miss that. And most of, of these subdivisions, there's these HOAs that are three different colors. Yeah. You get three to choose from. Yeah. It's sad. It's, it's yeah. actually looking back you know, Seattle, like I tried to, I moved out of Seattle. I, I moved to California a little bit. I, I tried to make a go of it in Hawaii for a while. And I really wanted to just get out of the weather. But honestly, it, the weather is depressing there. And, and anybody that's in the Pacific Northwest or even, even in the northern part of the United States and Michigan, where my wife's from and that kind of thing, um, you know, they know about the oppression of like the low ceiling of clouds that mm -hmm. come down. Kind of rain. It's like yeah, crashing on yeah. You. It's like it's like the the pressures on you. Yeah. But now that I look back at it, living here for so long, it's actually just as depressing. Depressing seeing these houses. Yeah. When you drive down good, and it, and it literally thing. is like a tan and a tan and a yeah. tan and a tan and a beige and a tan. It's it's actually yeah. kind of depressing. You you kind of you kind of feel sad about it. Well, I think what it happened though in that time was you know it was affordable to get a house. So then you mm -hmm. have ownership in a home. A lot of people had ownership. Well, that's why Californians are moving here right yeah. now because they, they, want they can ownership. actually own a home. Yeah, instead you know? of this. Not, a, not anymore, folks. Stay where you're at. Go away. <laughs> Don't come here. <laughs> no, um, actually, come here because then it'll make it cheaper for me when I go that way. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think everybody wants to own something. I think we all want that. You know, however weird and woke the world has become, or what whatever. The, whatever the that? I don't know. Whatever the term is, woke. I think everybody still wants that whole. American apple pie of owning a home, having a good job, having a car, being able to take your kid to a good school. I think everybody still wants that. And I think For it's, sure. and I think it's still here. It's just not in certain places. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's harder to get a house. Deep thoughts by Jim. Thank you, Jim. Uh, so and I want to talk about something else that I oh. uh, noticed in a couple of your stories, your posts, whatever, but are you into tennis? Oh my God, I'm so into tennis. <laughs> I noticed that. Okay, so. I don't know a lot of people that are into tennis. I think it's well, awesome. Well, that's because people are not cultured. Tennis no, is freaking, tennis is fun. It's tough. It's, it's yeah. probably. Do you play um, a lot? I do. I play a lot. Um, I don't play a lot right now because when we moved, I lost like all my tennis leagues I was in and, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I actually, <clears throat> I played tennis. What's your ranking? Like, what's your handicap? Like, uh, there's there... no, there's no handicap. You're, you're basically. No, uh, there is like a. No, you're, you're, you're rated yeah. at a level. Yeah. So the level starts at three, I think. And mm -hmm. a professional tennis player, you know, college and above is ranked like five or six. Mm -hmm. Right. I think when you're a pro, they don't rank you anymore. It's, I mean, you have a ranking <laughs> in a year, right? Yeah. But um, I'm a I'm a solid three five nice. four zero player. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, probably more three three five right now because um, I've You're got old? shoulder problems. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've had uh, like an imp nobody knows what it is. I go to a fancy doctor that like does like 
the the sons and like baseball players and stuff like that and they're just like they shoot me up with cortisone and a good friend of mine shane elmore him and his dad are they travel around and they go watch matches they play together all over the country just and got back from Cincinnati. This I is saw the that. Western Southern Open. It was amazing, it, except for all they the, were there. None of the top players were there. Yeah, I mean, top players were there, but like your Federer, your Djokovic, your it's a, it's Nadal. It's a cult. It's a fun sport. Yeah, yeah. And the, the the thing about the thing about that sport is is that it takes so long to be decent mm-hmm. that most people fall out or they yeah. just never take it seriously. But if you really put the effort in and you become really really good at it, it's kind of it's kind of a badge, right? It's kind so, of so. I have another buddy. His name is Joe Thornton. He's in the trust business. He is a phenomenal golfer. So him and I played golf together a lot. We used to, but he's also a really good tennis player. Like he was, he used to live in uh, Red Mountain Ranch. Yeah. So he played a lot there. I don't know if he still plays or not, but I would play with him a couple times, or I'd actually go watch him play because yeah. he was pretty good. Yeah. But it's like he was. You don't find many people that are good at tennis and golf. Well, they kind of go together because of the core. Because oh. you're using your core to hit the ball. Yeah, but, oh, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Tennis, tennis is my hobby. It's a That's hell cool. of a lot better than hobbies I had as a younger person. Which were what were those? Well, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah, kidding. We don't, we don't yeah. go there. Well, is, did I tell you my brother's homeless? Well, <laughs> yeah. we were buddies for you're a very long time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, tennis has been really good for me. It's kind of it's kept it's kept me fit fitter than I would be. Um, How often do you play? Um, right now I only play once a week. It's I, b- hot. Bef- yeah, it is. We play early in the morning. When I lived, before we moved, because I've only been where we're at for five months or so, before I moved, I paid three times a week. Mm. So yeah, I remember seeing that. Every, like, every other day. It's just some, sometimes you just don't n- know that about somebody by looking at yeah. them. Like it. It's a super satisfying sport. Yeah, for when sure. You, when you can play good... Like any sport, when you are good. How many good, fights do you get in? How many fights? Yeah. None, actually. I've hit a few people <laughs> with the ball on purpose. Like they'll, they'll come to the net and I'm just like, I just hit them. Smash them. I just try and hit them as hard as I can. But um, Hopefully they're not going to listen to this. No. One's, one owns a, top, a fairly large tile company here. Hmm. Uh, his name's Arn Carlson. Carlson Tile. Never heard of him. Yeah, they do a lot of work for a couple of builders I work for. But yeah, I hit him one day, not on purpose. Can so. I get his number? <laughs> we need some time. He's good. No, I'm just kidding. I we will. Do. I'll give you his number. Okay. He's really, really good. All right. But um, yeah, so I play tennis. Cool. Yeah, that's my sport. Nice. Yeah, other than 12 ounce. Do you play sport. golf at all? I don't. God. I have played golf. And when whoever I've played, like I played golf, like I used to go to Maui every year. When I lived in Seattle, I'd go to Maui every year. And I went with a buddy of mine who's a, a, an incredible golfer. And I basically went around on the golf court for the beer, you know, the beer stops. And yep. just, and just I'm on vacation with a guy. And, yeah. you know, the, so the wives the would, around. yeah, the wives would be doing their thing yeah. and we would do our thing. Oh, I wouldn't even whack the ball around because I couldn't go as far as they would go. But he goes, he goes, here's the thing, Jim. He goes, you can't hit far, but you hit straight. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard for people to Nobody hit straight. Nobody does that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, great. I just never, I just didn't get into it. No, because I'm. Is tennis something you can like go have beers and play or no? Uh, I don't know. You're not supposed to. No, but do you? <laughs> There's been a few occasions, <laughs> but but for the most part, no, no yeah. because I play in leagues Especially and I want to win. I'm competitive, yeah, so right. I want to win. And 
But um, you're competitive. Oh my god, that's I'm, weird. I'm terrible. I'm no, terribly I'm competitive. Like you know, my wife and I will have like conversations, and and she says to me, "You don't have to win every time." You <laughs> no, know, you're that guy. Well, because I'm wrong a lot of the times, and it's like you don't have to. You don't have to just keep going to yeah. pretend you win. You didn't. You didn't win. You lost. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're so. like all right, fuck yeah. it. But um, no, I don't do golf. Um, I know there's a lot of golf courses down here and that kind of thing, and something that's kind of an Arizona thing. But uh, I never like the idea of paying yeah. a lot of money to do it. It feels like and a it's bit. a lot of time. It's not just the money. It's, yeah, it's time. All day, it's like right? Everybody says, Oh, it's only four hours. Oh, it's fucking five, six hours. By the it's, time you get gotta done, be. It's, it's gotta be. And it's you a know lot what? of time. It's a time suck. And it feels like a, a but good there's way nothing to, better than hitting a really good shot or playing a really I, good round. I like, believe it. Oh I believe God, it. And that's, so, and so that's awesome. the same as tennis. It's a gr- yeah. if you hit a really beautiful shot or, yeah. or you're playing a really good rally, like that's, the same feeling. I just feel like golf is a really good way to wreck a nice walk in a park. <laughs> says that. That's, you know, that's just that's coming from somebody who doesn't like golf. So whatever. Yeah, sorry. I do like that daily guy though. I feel like mm. if I was a golfer, I'd be that big John old daily? daily guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's I a feel character. Like there's, there's no f's given with that guy, he's and it's just like doesn't care. Hey, never has. Yeah, never has. And it's kind of my mo- it's not my motto, but it's kind of the way I've ran my business. Like I don't need to be big. I don't need to make millions of dollars every year. I don't need to be like, you know, a, a finer touch construction. I mean, those guys are monsters. And I remember when they first started, they would call me because I was the guy that would do special quotes at Solid Cabinetry. And I remember Brad would call me yep. and I would be like, hey, dude, we can't do that. You know, or yeah, we can do that. And I thought, I just like that guy has turned and kudos to him, man. Yeah. Like what a businessman. Right. But I wasn't I didn't never. I never wanted to be that guy. Yeah. I just wanted to have a certain few luxuries, and I just Same wanted here. to go, just kind of, uh, you know, go what? through life easy. I want to jump in my van, and I want to drive all over the country. Yeah, and I want to see all the national parks. Mm-hmm. I want to go from here to Alaska through Canada. I just that's what I want to do. Good for you. I'd yeah. love to do that too. Yeah, I'm doing it, but not in that van. I'd want something bigger. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have something bigger. You do? Yeah, I've got a motor home, but I think I sold it to my stucco guy. Shout out to Jesse German. <laughs> you have no idea what you're getting you into. No, he knows. He's seen it. That van's gonna be freaking. That's plus. I'm building it out myself, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, it's well, gonna good. be nice. Cool. I'm enjoying. I'm gonna enjoy it right for on. sure if I ever get it done. But there's no work right now. I'm not doing shit while it's hot. No. That's the one thing I know I hate that kicks my I just, ass so all the summer. You, yeah, all you folks that are considering moving to Arizona, and I've even posted that in a lot of my stories, like an 18, uh, excuse me, a 118 degree day. I'll post the weather and I'll be like, hey, welcome your transplants. Because honestly, when I moved here 18 years ago, it, it wasn't this hot in the summer. I mean, yeah. we had some hot days, but it wasn't. it just wasn't as long. And I clearly don't want to go into like a, a global warming, climate change no, no, debate. No, But it maybe I'm older, maybe I'm I'm more it, ornery about things. But it just does I think it affects feel, you. It affects you as you get older. Like I, I can, agree. The days kick my ass now yeah. versus when I was in my twenties. I yeah. can frame. I used to frame in this weather. Yeah. Like, oh, and I'm complaining about the the heat. And I like to I like to make a note that hey man, I'm not a roofer. Yeah. I'm not a framer. I'm not a yard guy. I mean, these you still got to work in it. Yeah, these guys are the guys that are getting you don't go into houses, with the sun. Though. Yeah, but you go into house with no AC. I do on occasion. I do, and I will complain every single effing day about it. <laughs> yeah, but 
But uh, you know, the lion's share of my stuff is in a, is in air conditioned homes and stuff. But uh, you know, you do gotta go use the saw outside. Oh, you know, your pop up shop. But but you know, people yeah, my pop up shop. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> pop up shop. Um, so funny. Actually, I stole that one from Nasha Construction. Oh, Nasha! I haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, he actually. Uh, he coined that, and I stole it from him. Nice. Yeah, we were, we, you know, we followed each other for a while, but then I started talking smack about Festool and how it doesn't make <laughs> you a better carpenter. Um, and so I think he stopped following me then. Do you guys have a little fallout? I don't, dude, it would, if it's a fallout on Instagram, you have no clue that you're yeah. having a fallout. Yeah. So honestly, I uh, could give two. He does. Uh, he did some jobs for me, but I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, he's, he's busy. He seems, he seems busy. to be busy. Yeah, doing yeah. his thing. Sure, him. I, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of folks here that are busy doing their thing, yeah. but but my everybody's point, busy. Yeah, but right now everybody is busy. And and but my point is, is like you know, make sure if you think you're going to move here, you're you know, the trade-off is worth the trade-off because it, in 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 hindsight, I probably could have stayed in Seattle and been fine. I mean, I had a great clientele list. I literally drove no more than five miles to work every day. I literally would drive to get coffee. And not at Starbucks, people. I would yeah, literally. We, we all know that. Yeah, I would literally go get my coffee, and I would pass the job site, and then I would come back to sure, the job site. Yeah. That's how great I had it there. And it's kind of one of those things, like you know. So you've got what six, seven more years here? Seven. You think you can make it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I don't know. I oh no. My God. I, no, I have to make it. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally, I'm committed. I, you know, I love my family. I love uh, what I have, and. Um, but just think about what you're going to. Of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's hard for, that's hard for men. We'll go fast. We, men don't do that. We compartmentalize yeah. and we can't, we can't, women have the ability to look out years in advance. Yeah. We have, we have the ability to look out like a week in yeah, advance. Maybe yeah. Maybe a week. Yeah. But you know, seven years, you know, I don't know. I can't say that San Luis Obispo or the central coast of California is going to be where I end up. Um, it sure I, sounds like a great place. Oh, it's, it's lovely. I mean, I don't want to tell people about it because we're all moving there. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to tell people about it because it feels like kind of a hidden gem and, um, uh, uh, G E M not J I M. And, um, <laughs> it hasn't just been well, tainted. Check it out. It hasn't been tainted. You know, I mean, I, Santa Barbara is clearly, would you say you get all of California without, you get, you get all of California without California. Yeah. Without all the busyness. Yeah. And the, I mean, there's beautiful wineries there. There's there's hills. There's mountains. There's um, cool little towns, little seaside towns, and ocean. Um, you know, you can drive up to Big Sur. You got like just it's just really magical. That's and, cool it, to me. Sounds good to, to anybody else. To somebody else. And, am, am I going with you? And can I be part of the let's Jim get, and James show? Dude, get that van and <laughs> come on out. But yeah. uh, that's where I'd like to end up. But I don't know that that's where I'll end up. Oh yeah, well, no, I don't good, really know. It's a good. Yeah, I tried good to goal. So my wife's from Detroit, and 2018, we tried to rally her ex and move to Detroit. And I'm going to tell you, man, Detroit is a. I've been there. It's beautiful, man. It is. It is the the craftsmanship and the money that was put into that town, is. What I thought was weird is we flew in and played golf there, <clears throat> and uh, driving down the freeway, you know, you look up and you see all these old Victorian, cool, like amazing mm-hmm. homes that are just like boarded up, yeah. burn up, and yeah. like what? Yeah. How does that happen? Well, it, it the it's called Japan. 
Oh. Uh, and, and, well, see, I don't, you know, Detroit Heartwood, I follow, you know, Bobby Prothero, all these guys I follow up there. Um, you know, these guys are doing craftsmanship. Yeah. These guys are craftsmen. They're they're remodeling homes that you know take you know real skill, and um, I think that something happened there. You know, my wife was born and raised there. She grew up on Five Mile, and um, there was this uh, time when Japan, you know, in the '80s or whatever. I'm, this is for all you Detroiters, you know. Yeah, be patient. I yeah. probably don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it feels <laughs> like from what talking to my wife and talking to other people, you know, when Japan came in with all their cheap cars, people weren't buying American cars, and right. they didn't, and they didn't shift into cars that could compete with them. I mean, the Chevy Chevette was not a competition for a Datsun 510, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, or a Toyota, or whatever. So I, I feel like things kind of started to go downhill for the Detroit area then. It's also... Because it was all of that. It was just... Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it feels like that was the industry, right? Yes. And and I, I, I don't know for certain, but I do feel like the whole... It was kind of corrupt, like the the man the business managing or the the city managing and the the, the city government was probably. Uh, it feels. It, well, I don't want to get, get political, but yeah. if you you take all these towns that are run by Democrats, well, yes. Now you're getting political. Well, I know, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And I, and it doesn't even matter at this right. point. But the, I'm not that political either. And me either. I can't. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, it takes hours to be that person. Yeah. I don't but, have time. I, but I think that, you know, there was an, from what my wife said, there was kind of an exodus out of the city into the suburbs um, because it just got rough. Yeah. You know, well, and a lot of people lost their yeah, livelihood. I mean, and people, people become desperate and they do what they got to do. But, it, <coughs> but, but here's the, here's the thing is I tried to move there. It didn't work out, which is fine. But, that town, the people are amazing. They're, I heard it's coming back. It, dude, it's yeah. so cool there. It is like, so I, there's a lot of history. Yes, and I grew, and I grew up in Seattle. I was a kid in the '80s, '90s, and you know the whole grunge scene, all the th- everything that happened there in the '80s that people love so much with all you know your Nirvanas, your Soundgardens, your Pearl Jam, your all that stuff. That city had this energy that was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, as a like as a kid, that was I was living in downtown. I was living in Pioneer Square. I had a loft I rented in Pioneer Square. You're living in there, and that whole time, like, there's an energy to the city. Sure. When the last time I was in Detroit, it's a couple years ago, it has that. It has yeah. that same energy of like young people moving to the city. That's what I hear. Redoing the city, bringing it back, and and I just love it. It was just sad to look up and see those homes. Like it is. I, I think like, it's sad. For, I think it's I'm, more I'm, sad for them. Yeah, for I'm, people I'm that from are from Arizona, Detroit. so I see what we talked about earlier. So I'm driving down this freeway. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah. there's no way. First time I went there, I was the same way. I was like, holy Whoa. shit, that is the most beautiful house. Wait a second. Yeah, it's all burnt and boarded up. Yeah, there's like blue tarps on them, or there's no tarp on them. You know, uh, but I, you know, I'm like what a shame. Yes, and I so I'd love to go in one of those houses and just look and touch and feel all the well, my woodwork whole, and exactly. My whole goal was I was going to be that fixer that was going to come into Detroit and save Detroit and like rebuild all these houses. <laughs> and I was going to build them like, <laughs> you know, yeah, sounds like a show. Boom. Oh, rehab addict that's already doing it. Oh, Speaking of that, Bobby Prothero, th- her contractor, I met him. He is the sweetest dude ever. Hmm. Bobby, if you're listening, I'm, I'll text you. I'll DM you this. I'll text you this. You got to yeah. listen, man. Bobby is the coolest dude you'd ever meet, man. That does. Uh, we sat and got drunk at the Mount Chalet, uh, 
and yeah, man, it's good, dude. They're <laughs> good. all good dudes. They're all good dudes. Detroit Hartwood. Tell them to come on the podcast. Born. Yeah. Um, I mean, I look for jobs. They're super helpful. Like it's cool. But um, but anyway, so where I will land in seven to eight years, I have no idea. Sounds I, like you have a goal, though. Well, I don't. Oh. Because I also I also fantasize about being on a sailing catamaran in the Caribbean. Ooh. So there's that too. Jeez. Yeah. Multifaceted gym. Yeah. My mm. buddy uh, Alan, he's here this week. He's staying. He's staying actually here <coughs> at Building Arizona headquarters. <laughs> uh, he's he they he moved his whole family to Maui, and uh, lovely. I love Maui. Uh, they've been there for eight years. What part of Maui? Uh, up by Kapalua. So we would go to Kihei. Kihei would be my spot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a nice house there, and he's it's, just been making it happen. What does he do for a living? Look at us just squirreling off. What he, do we do for a living? He uh, he owns a caulking company here in Arizona. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. Good for him. Running it the whole time. Well, good for him because he doesn't have to work over there. Because I know that no, he does. He does like maintenance stuff. Or his wife has a company. She cleans condos and stuff. So he kind of teams up with her and does maintenance on condos and stuff, and keeps busy. So I got to use the bathroom really bad. You want to call? You want to shut this thing down? Um, I don't know. Can you edit that out? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or not. I'm going to pee on your floor right Go now. Go ahead. Go pee. Where is it? I'll just talk. Okay. It's like Welcome to Deep Thoughts with Deep Michael. Uh, it's right there. Go through that door down, way down the hallway in the corridor. There, there you go. Anyways. He's back. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> Forgot to tell you, there's no peeing when we're on when we're on the show. Well, if you didn't provide the beverages, I probably would have been fine. Oh, sorry, my fault, my bad. <laughs> all right, so did we check off all your boxes? We did. Okay, good. Yeah, how do you feel? How good. was it? I felt like I rambled a lot. No, dude, that was yeah. great. This is the longest podcast I've done yet. Really? Yes, it's awesome. So super stoked. So when I do stories, I always like if I have like a ramble on my story, I'm like, if you're still here, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no. So if you're still here, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody will be here. I can't wait to get this out. Um, get it out. I'll listen to it on the way to California. Yeah. Well, I'll try to get it out by tomorrow. It's a lot of editing. Not really. You're, <laughs> no, the, just o- you're the only one swearing. I actually, I do very little editing. I go through. It's it's kind of a process. But uh, it's it's pretty easy. Yeah. I don't even. I just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much stuff to talk about. And like my experience in Arizona. Like there's a lot of things. I mean, we probably could do like a part two episode. We'll definitely episode do a part two. two. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely bring James. do an episode two for sure. Yeah. We'll, get, br- uh, we'll, we'll bring James and that would be amazing. Yeah. We can share a mic. We've been close. No. I mean, no. We I'll share. Get, we share a hotel. I'll get another. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on your story. <laughs> Don't. I I'm did. kidding. I'm I think joking. I, I think I did. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm looking forward to that. That would be fun. Yeah. He's pretty funny. Yeah. I'll just sit back and listen to you fuckers though for like well, a couple we would. hours. We would bullshit the know, whole time. I know. That's what it's about. I would talk about like how many monsters he drinks during the day. And oh, like, that guy's going to croak soon. Ugh. <laughs> God. How many cigarettes he smokes. So when we, so we, totally. So when we went to, Cal, we went to California just recently yeah. to San Luis Obispo. He, I, I said, hey man, like grab what you want in Arizona. It's going to be cheaper than buying it in California. Yeah, I mean, just what you know, snacks or whatever you want to do. 
Did you? <laughs> did you bring? We all, we both brought suitcases. I brought my daughter's suitcase because the only small one I have. But he loaded like it was monster after monster after monster after monster. I like them, but maybe once a month. Yeah, like I they freaking get me all jacked up. And yeah, he's he's the he's thin, he's fit. Yeah, and it's monsters and beef jerky and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he lives off. I know. Basically, is he so. married or? Yeah, James has been married for quite a while. He's got cool. a, he's got a daughter, Peyton. His wife's um, Christina's daughter, Peyton, is seven, I think. Nice, sweetest girl, man. She's like, she's like that. She n- nobody's a stranger. Mm-hmm. It's just she comes up and she'll talk to yeah. you. But yeah, he's uh, he just bought a house as well. Um, he's trying to get it. I know he's you know he's struggling to get it remodeled and working at the same time. Yeah. And, and and I'm the and I'm the. And I'm the matter of fact dad that's like, yeah, yeah. Do pounds hand bro, because yeah. that's what I had to do. Like, yeah. don't tell me how bad it is, you yeah, know? Just deal with it. Yeah, he never has called me once for help, which kind of bums me out. Oh. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, he's he's got a lot of pride. I mean, that he's a good dude. He's, yeah, uh, um, I like him. Yeah. He's funny. He's a good dude. We'll bring him next time, yeah. for sure. He's, cool. He's, uh, he's funny. He's witty. He's like a, got a just strange wit about him. That uh, We'll definitely do a, a, a part two, for yeah. sure. For sure, sounds good. Um, and I'll send you, you know, I'll send you some stuff to where you can like get it out there on the the intranet. Yeah, my wife like is so much more savvy. She's like, have him email you the blankety blankety blank, and the I'm bibbidi like, bibbidi bibbidi. Yeah, I'm like, no, I got some. I'll show. I'll tell you when okay. we get off. But, cool. Uh, Cool. Yeah, she's like, get on there and tell everybody what you do and everything. I'm like, babe, I don't want any more work. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. This is so funny. All right, buddy. Well, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was great. Good time. Yeah, appreciate super it. Fun. A lot of fun. Good, good to get to know you a little more. And yeah. I'm sure this is going to be cool for people to listen to that follow you. And like I said, it yeah. memorializes you. I'll get it out there. Kay. I'll get it out there to everybody that follows and see see what happens right on yeah appreciate it and i might see you on that job you're doing i don't know <laughs> yeah. sorry evan I i'm think, out here i think aren't doors scheduled for like a couple weeks right now from now yeah let's just go curf jam doors right you need those They're, they can handle they don't no one needs me i'm just gonna go <laughs> i'll get my monsters and i'll get the fuck out of here all right well thanks a lot all right buddy take it easy holy cow what a great time thank you so much jim for coming in uh, hopefully we'll get to do it uh, part two soon. Maybe get James in here. But uh, once again, thanks everybody for listening, subscribing, getting it out there. If you want to be on the show, just send me a message. Uh, good times. It's a lot of fun. Thanks again for listening.